Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, we're going to be looking at how to know God supernaturally. We've all heard the Christian phrase, it's a relationship, not a religion. But how can we have a full relationship with someone whose presence is in the supernatural realm? And what are some of the ways we can experience God more fully? Well, that's today's topic on today's program, and Rabbi Schneider is going to be explaining how we can experience God more fully when we base our lives on spirit and truth. Our message comes from our study titled God's Supernatural Presence, and we're going to start with prayer. Father God, we worship you and we bless you. And we want to thank you, Father, that through your Son, the Lord Jesus, we now have been made partakers of your divine nature. Father, we worship you in the name of your Son. Jesus, you said that you would never leave us or forsake us and that you have sent us your spirit so that we could walk in a supernatural awareness of your presence in our life. So Father, today we reach out to you and we ask you to draw us to yourself through your Son, by the Holy Spirit and by your word in such a way, Abba, that we will experience a supernatural awareness and consciousness of your presence and divine activity in our lives. Father, we love you today, we ask you to Pour forth now your spirit and power upon us for your glory in Yeshua's name. And if you're in agreement with this, beloved, say with me, amen and amen. You know, it's always important to pray for the things that we desire that are biblical because the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. In other words, when you and I ask, we receive more. Once again, Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. And so today, as we're beginning this series on God's supernatural presence, we wanna be asking Father to bring us in to a greater reality of experiencing his supernatural presence in our lives. You see, what we're gonna be ministering to you, it's not just word, but we're talking about reality, spiritual reality. Paul said that when he preached the gospel, it came to those that received it, not in word only, but also, he said, in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. So what we're after, beloved, what we're hungry for is a reality, a reality of our relationship with God. We don't want to just believe doctrine. It's important to have right doctrine. God's Word, His written Word, is the foundation for all truth. But we want to not just have doctrine, we want to have an experience with the reality of God's presence in our life. Jesus said to the Pharisees, He said, you search the Scriptures because you think in them you have life. Yet it's these that bear witness of me and you refuse to come to me that you might have life. In other words, Yeshua was saying that the scriptures are designed to lead us into a living experience with God. And so I hope that what I'm sharing with you resonates with you. Everything that I'm gonna share with you is gonna be rooted and backed up with God's written word. I hope you'll never hear me teach or preach anything that's not rooted in the written word of God. But we have to understand that God's purpose and destiny for us 
is not just to read about what he did for other people in the Bible, but the Lord wants to bring all of us into a same type of experience. Not exactly maybe like the people in the Bible, but he wants us to experience his reality in our life just like Abraham did, just like Jacob did, just like all the prophets, all the apostles. You see, we've been called into a real relationship with God. And relationship is something to be experienced. What would you think about a relationship with your husband or your wife or some other person that you deemed very close? What would you think about saying you had a relationship with that person and yet never experienced their presence in your life? It doesn't exist. And so as we've been called into a relationship with Father and with Jesus through the Holy Spirit, we should be looking to enter into a deeper living consciousness of this relationship. Now, many of you know I'm a Jewish believer. I came to faith in 1978 as a Jewish person knowing nothing about Jesus. No one had ever witnessed to me. I had never read the New Testament. I never thought about Jesus. I never considered Jesus. He was just not part of my world as a Jew. But in 1978, beloved, at the age of 20 years old, I went to sleep one night And in the middle of the night, the Lord supernaturally woke me up. Suddenly, I was aware that I wasn't sleeping, that something was happening. My eyes were still closed, but I knew something was going on into what I would describe as a supernatural consciousness. And then in an instant, just like that, Jesus appeared to me in a vision. He was on the cross. It was in color. Then a ray of red light from straight through the sky, a beam of light, came down from above onto Jesus's head. And I knew as an American that the person on the cross was Jesus. But when I saw that ray of red light beam down, beloved, on Jesus's head, I knew that the beam of light was coming from God because it was coming from straight through the sky. And I knew that God was saying to me, Jesus is the way to me. Immediately I woke up. The vision lasted like no more than a second or two seconds. But because of its uniqueness, because it was so vivid, because of the consciousness I had when it happened, somehow I just knew that God had just revealed himself to me and showed me that Jesus was the way to him. I got up the next morning after going back to bed, started telling everybody about it. Nobody reacted too much at first. They thought it was just a dream. But when I continued on my journey with Jesus, I ended up facing all types of challenges and persecution as a Jewish person believing in Jesus in the Jewish community. But that's for a different time. The point that I wanted to make was that from the very beginning, I came to faith supernaturally through this vision. You could say it was in some sense comparable to the way that the apostle Paul came to faith. Remember, Paul was a bit like me in the sense that he thought Jesus was, you know, totally not for him. He thought Jesus was not for Jews. He was actually on his way to Damascus to arrest any Jew that was declaring that Jesus was the Messiah. As he was on his way, Many of us know the story. We see it recorded several times in the book of Acts. A blinding light knocked Paul off his horse. Paul was on the ground. He was surrounded by light and glory. He couldn't see. And then a voice spoke to him and said, why are you persecuting me? And he said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. 
Now get up, Paul, and it's gonna be told what you must do for me. And so Paul supernaturally came to faith when Jesus appeared to him. And many Jewish people and Muslims too that come to faith need a radical encounter like this because we're so predispositioned from our upbringing not to believe in Jesus. For someone just to come up to us and try to argue with us that Jesus is the way, it holds no weight. So we need to supernaturally encounter the power of God to know that Jesus really is the Messiah. And so that's what happened to me. Now, the reason, again, that I'm sharing this is to say from the very beginning, because I was brought to faith supernaturally, I've always had a desire to experience more of God's supernatural presence in my life. And this is kind of my reasoning. I thought, Father, Jesus, if I was able to supernaturally and consciously experience your power and your presence in my life in that vision through which you saved me. And by the way, beloved ones, I had several other divine encounters, some of them even greater than that, especially during those first five years of my walk with God. I've been walking with the Lord now for 40 years, but during those first five years, I had several other just unbelievable encounters. But I mean, things that happened to me in the supernatural that were just so even beyond convincing. I mean, I would stake my life on the fact that I experienced the power and the presence and the Spirit of God. Because of this, I said to myself, Lord, if I'm able to experience your supernatural presence, even if it just lasted a second or two in these times that you've showed up in my life, I said, why can I not always experience your supernatural presence in my life? And that became my goal as a believer to be supernaturally aware of God's presence in my life. I wasn't after religion, I was after experiencing God. That for me is the goal, I wanna know God and I wanna experience God. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. Jesus spoke about the marriage between the Word and the Spirit. Jesus said the Father is looking for those that will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And so both are completely the foundations that our relationship is based on. The truth, our relationship has to be based on truth. We have to know who God is, know the gospel's foundational message. Jesus died, was buried, rose again for our sins, was seen by hundreds of eyewitnesses, and all the doctrinal meanings of that. Our faith is based on the truth, but it's also based on the Spirit. Father is looking, Jesus said in John 4, for those that will worship Him in spirit and in truth. 
not just in spirit, not just in truth, but the combination of the two. And so I'm trying to make the point, beloved ones, that don't be afraid of looking or wanting to experience God. I mean, shouldn't we desire to feel him? What would you think of a marriage relationship with someone that had no feeling, never? You never felt a thing for your husband. You never felt a thing for your wife. What would you think of your relationship with your brother, sister, mom, dad, someone else that's important to you in which you could never experience feeling? All you could do is just communicate words in the intellect. No, relationship involves feeling. Feeling makes us feel alive. And Jesus said, I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. This abundant life that Jesus came to give, it has to involve feeling, right? I mean, can we be satisfied without feeling something? Jesus said, if you believe in me, I'm gonna become within you, he said, a well of living water. And he said, you're gonna experience within you a well of eternal life. And he said, and you'll hunger and you'll thirst no more. In order to stop hungering, and stop thirsting, we have to feel something. And so what I'm hungry for in my quest for God, going up the mountain, if you will, of faith, going up the mountain of deliverance, I'm looking to, in a sense, become one with God, like Jesus is one with God. Not that I'm God, but Jesus prayed that we would be one even as he's one. I mean, to know that God's in me, that I'm in him. Just like Jesus, Jesus said, the Father's in me and I'm in the Father. Jesus said, and I'm in you. I wanna know Jesus in me, around me. I wanna be conscious of God. I wanna be conscious of his love. I wanna know who he is. I wanna experience his power. I wanna know who I am to him. And all these things, beloved, that I'm describing demand experience. They can't just be in the mind. They have to be in our heart. Jesus said that when he went away, he said to the disciples, it recorded for us in the Gospel of John, that he would send us the promise of the Father. And then he said that the promise of the Father is the Spirit. And Jesus said the Spirit would take of him and then reveal him or disclose him unto us. In other words, Jesus said, I'm gonna send you the Spirit and the Spirit will make me real to you. The Spirit will take of me my very nature, my very thoughts, my very heart, my very feelings, and he will disclose it or reveal it unto you so that we become, the Bible says, partakers of the divine nature. Jesus actually said in John 14, 21 and 23, that if we would love God and keep God's word, then Jesus said, you will experience the love of the Father. And Jesus said, and we will come to you and make our home with you. Think about that. If Jesus says, you're gonna experience the love of the Father, you're gonna be loved by my Father, and we will come and make our abode with you, our home with you, isn't this something that is to be experienced, to have such a deep connection with Jesus, of him dwelling in us and us in him, that we're totally satisfied. And so this is really, as a believer, this is one of my primary goals, to come in to a greater experience of these realities that I'm describing. Now, as my journey as a believer began back in 1978, I started telling everybody about my vision of Jesus and some of the other things that God was doing. Eventually somebody said to me, you need to go get a Bible. So I went and bought a Bible. I started devouring the Word of God. I mean, I would read the Word of God. 
hours every single day. And it was sometimes like the words in the written word of God would become like fire to me. I mean, they were just burning in me. People say to me today, how have you memorized so much of the word of God? But it was just like fire to me and I just ate it, I loved it. I wasn't trying to prove anything, I just loved the word of God. So I started devouring the written word of God. And then someone said, you know, you need to start going to church somewhere. So I started going to churches all over the city. You know, I would go to one church, would have a meeting on Wednesday. I'd go to a Baptist church. I'd go to a charismatic church. I'd go to a Presbyterian church. I mean, wherever there was a meeting going on that I felt had something to offer, solid Bible teaching, I would be there. Different churches, different days of the week. So hungry. And I was, once again, I was looking to become fulfilled through a relationship with God. So I would listen, what can I do? to enter into what I'm searching for. What can I do to enter into this victory, this place of rest? And it seemed like all the sermons ended pretty much the same way. No matter what the topic was, they ended with this application. You either need to pray more, you need to read the Bible more, you need to give more money, you need to witness more. And I was doing all those things as much as I possibly could, really. I couldn't have been doing those any more than I was doing them. But it seemed like no matter how much I did those things, I still wasn't finding what I was searching for. After doing all the right things for years, and we should do those things, I still witness as often as I can. I still tithe, I still give offerings, I still read the word, I still pray, I do all these things. But there was a secret that I was missing. There was a mystery that had not yet been revealed to me. Next broadcast, I'm gonna tell you what happened and what the Father revealed to me through His Word and by His Spirit that helped me, listen, beloved, enter in to a dimension of power. And once the Lord showed me this secret, bam, it was like from that day on, a new power came into my life. I'm gonna share it with you. This is an exciting series. It's my heart's passion. I'm still on the same journey. I'm still questing after God, just like you, seeking to get a tighter and tighter hold of Him, seeking to know more and more of His reality in my life. Father God, we just wanna thank you today for Jesus. Thank you for sending your Son. Thank you, Father, that you've adopted us through Messiah Yeshua. Thank you, Father God, for sending him and shedding his blood. We love you today. We want to know you today. Jesus, we worship you. We thank you for all that you've done. And we reach out to you today seeking. Bring us into a greater reality. Yeshua, you said, my peace I give to you. My joy I give to you. We want to experience, Father God, more of your peace, more of your joy, more of your power. And most of all, Father God, we want to experience more of you. We love you today. Father, we want to love you back with the same love that you love us with. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and you're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. To learn more about this daily Bible teaching program or our teacher, Rabbi Schneider, just head on over to our website. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, be sure to take a look at all the great messianic content and resources we have available, like Rabbi's books, articles, and videos. We even have some 
pages dedicated to all the annual biblical feasts and holidays throughout the year, like Hanukkah, which ends tonight at nightfall. And if you don't know the history and significance of this wonderful festival of lights, we'd love for you to learn all about it. And also, if you're looking for ways to increase your influence this holiday season, we want to invite you to partner with us right now. And here's Rabbi again to tell us more. As we're in this series, God's Supernatural Presence, I want to encourage us to think about the supernatural as it relates to our finances. In the world, when we give, that means we have left over. That's the natural realm. But the supernatural realm is this. Jesus said, give, and it will be given back to you, pressed down good measure and running over into your lap. The Bible says, with what measure we give, it will come back to us. If we give bountifully, if we sow bountifully, it's gonna come back to us bountifully. I wanna encourage you to believe for God to supernaturally bless your finances as you give. It's gonna come back beloved, according to that which you measure, pressed down, good measure, and running over into your lap. To support this ministry with a monthly gift of partnership, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a special year-end donation when you call us. One of our team members will be happy to take your call. So just dial 800-777-7835. And you know, we think that giving should be fast, convenient, and secure. So that's why we've made it easy to give through your smartphone. You can text the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. And the beauty of this technology is that you can give anytime, anywhere with just a single text. As a token of our appreciation for your financial gifts, we'll send you the latest copy of our newsletter along with a select audio CD or download of Rabbi's Message of the Month. And if you would like to stay connected with us and get the latest ministry news, updates, and more, then sign up to receive our Seeds of Revelation devotional. This free weekly email is delivered automatically to your inbox and you can sign up at our website. You can also view Rabbi's teaching or read Cynthia's special letters or even send a prayer request with just a simple click of a button. So sign up today to start receiving this invaluable resource today. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And don't forget, tonight at nightfall marks the end of Hanukkah, but there's still time to go online and explore. And while you're there, be sure to connect with us and let us know how God is using you this holiday season. We look forward to hearing your testimony soon. And right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you, so receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yavah Vaishmarecha Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares the revelation that God lives inside of us. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.